Hi Krishna, this is Nanamurai Das and you're listening to Sangritan An, where by giving we grow. Today I have a very special guest, a good friend of mine, Bhakta Hal. A few weeks ago we heard an audio clip where he was sharing about new and innovative ways that uh, he's helping push forward in, uh, in the realm of book distribution with the free little library book distribution. And um, he's, it's, it's catching fire all over, all over the country. And so I thought it'd be really nice to just kind of bring Hal in and talk to him a little bit, just kind of get to know him a little bit more and a little bit more about the development of this little free library distribution. So thank you for being here, Hal. Hey, Hare Krishna. Thank you for having me. Hare Krishna. So just, I, I often like to ask a, a lot of our guests and, you know, because many, uh, many people may not know you if they're listening to the podcast, but just to kind of give a background of where you came from and, and how you came uh, to Krishna consciousness, what what kind of what kind of brought you into the the fold of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu? Sure, um, I, I think that speaks to why I'm uh, so passionate about book distribution hmm. because my story started you know, about 15 years ago uh, with a, a book that somebody gave me hmm. in the St. Louis airport as I was walking through. You know, I was about to board a flight. I was had nothing to read, and you know, some nice guy at a table got me to take a book. St. Louis. Yeah. Did you, did you, did you ever get his name? No, no. Oh, wow. <laughs> if you're listening, whoever that mysterious book distributor was, this is the fruit of your, of your yeah. distribution. That's awesome. Yeah. Whoever you were, it was about probably 2004 or so mm. in uh, Lambert airport down there. Um, so I, you know, I read the book and uh, I didn't really take to the philosophy. Hmm. Uh, right away. It was interesting. It was, it, it was something to think about. And I, I did go vegan for about three years or so after that. Um, and then, so fast forward, you know, to last year really. And, um, you know, I, I spent the intervening 15 years or so trying to be an atheist mm. and, um, and, and this, it was okay. You know, I guess it was kind of empty for me, but mm. it was okay. And, um, so just sort of went through as a family, we went through probably the hardest time of our lives last year, just a lot of things that were going on and, um, just a lot that was going on. Yeah. And, uh, so the wife and I got to talking and she said, you know, maybe, maybe we should explore, uh, some spiritual help. Maybe mm -hmm. we should see if there's there's a religion that would be a good fit mm. and at the time we were in tucson and uh we had we'd gone back vegan and so tucson's not a huge town they do have a really good food scene but it's not a huge town still so we were eating at the local govindas mm. a lot and um it was just all these little, you know, coincidences that just sort of add up together. And I said, oh, you know, I, I, I read some of this philosophy years ago. They've always seemed like nice people. Mm. We like their restaurant. They're always nice when we're there, you know. And I told her at the time, I'm not looking for a new hobby. I'm not looking for a religion to pass my time. If I'm going to go in with it, it's, it's definitely going to need to be the real deal. Yeah. Right. Um. So we, you know, we went to like Sunday feast in Tucson mm. and then pretty soon, uh, our lives were, was 
was taking us over to California. So we went to Sunday Feast a couple of times at Laguna Beach, mm. which is a beautiful temple and, and a wonderful energy over there. Um, it was very, like a very kind of a touching experience. It was actually Laguna Beach was where I picked up my first Bhagavad Gita. Wow. And started reading that as we were... We were like traveling around California last year. We went to Las Vegas last year. We went to Temple in Las Vegas last year. Yeah. So somewhere along the line, I read in the Bhagavad Gita that you can, you know, that, that basically Krishna will reveal himself to you if you just submit and, and ask, mm. you know, to see him. And um, so that's what I did. I just, you know, I just really just prayed, you know. Mm. Dear Lord Krishna, if you're if you're there, if you're real, mm. I want to know it, mm. and just please just just show yourself to me. And that was the beginning of my life, just completely changing in every mm. way. And um, so all of these just all of these crazy little coincidences everywhere, like every day. Yeah, you know. Um, so yeah, we've been in Krishna consciousness since really since about. May last year. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's the year, almost year anniversary. Yeah, we actually, we actually just came up on our anniversary here. And so, but yeah, we're, we're kind of babies still. That's so sweet. Yeah. And it was, and I remember you had told me before you were speaking about this idea of, uh, in, in your house, coincidences, like code word for Krishna. Right. Yeah. We, we don't believe in coincidence anymore. Yeah. yeah. That there's this, there's this divine arrangement. I think that's, what's so lovely about hearing, uh, stories of devotees and how they kind of have come to Krishna consciousness is because Krishna makes these arrangements, uh, that seem serendipitous, but actually are quite intentional. So that's wonderful. So then, uh, you, you found yourself here in Colorado, you right. and your family live in Colorado Springs and, um, what was what was kind of the motivation to get into book distribution? Because I remember you you talking to me a few months ago, and or a little bit longer than a few months ago. But you were just describing like, yeah, I really want to get into book distribution. What was it that inspired you to get into book distribution? You know, really, I think it was that book distributor in St. Louis that mm. you know it just planted a seed that took 15 years to grow, but it mm. still changed my life. So, you know, it's kind of, it's like, I, I know that, you know, you might not see the fruit right away. Mm. You might, but you might not. Mm. But, you know, anytime you give somebody a book, it's, it's got the potential to change their life forever, literally. Mm. So, um, I don't know. I just, I just kind of felt sort of an urgency yeah. about that to, to kind of participate in that and get some books out. Um, <clears throat> I, so I always keep books in the car mm. and I, about 50, 50, I'll take a book into the grocery store with me mm. when I go shopping. Um, so my, like I never really made like a huge, you know, dedicated effort to go spend hours at a time distributing books. I just sort of integrated it into daily life. Mm. Um, I always keep books in the car. Mm. Uh, I typically wear Tilaka every day. Um, it's a great conversation starter. Um, and so a lot of times I'll, you know, I'll put a book, if I got cargo pants on, I'll put a book in a cargo pocket and go into the grocery store. And, you know, if somebody says, 
hey, what's that on your face? That's, you know, tell me about that. Is that religious? Or, you know, and they start some conversation. I already know this person's interested. Yeah. Um, so I was, you know, that was sort of my little daily book distribution. And I was probably giving away, you know, five books uh, a week or something like that. And mm. sometimes they'd even give me a donation and I'd throw that into the book fund. Um, but once, once, you know, COVID became a thing and shelter in place was a thing and yeah. stores started closing and people were social distancing and not really talking to strangers mm. and, you know, all of that. Then, um, I, I felt like, you know, about two weeks went by and I'm like, man, I haven't given away a book, you know, they've just been sitting here. Just sitting in my office doing nothing, which is kind of a shame. So um, that was when it sort of hit me. I, I you know, I, I remembered back to two months previous when I ran into a little free library, and uh, it we were going hiking at a state park. Hmm. Saw a little free library right there in the parking lot. It was like an Eagle Scout project. I hmm. said, oh, before we go hiking i'm gonna just throw a couple of books in here so get out i put a couple of books in there you know and uh we went hiking forgot about it two months later we're on lockdown and i'm like man how am i going to distribute books yeah so that was when you know i said oh let me see if there's any of these little free libraries around colorado yeah. springs so i looked it up it was about 100 in colorado springs and I said, man, I, I think I could put a book in every one. Hmm. Might take me a while. And then so, um, coincidentally, I work for... Coincidentally. Coincidentally, <laughs> i.e. By the, by the hand and guidance of Krishna, um, I work for a software company that does route optimization. Hmm. So I had, I basically, I grabbed all these addresses and some of its latitude and longitude, not addresses, put everything on a spreadsheet and I uploaded it into my software, Route Savvy. And uh, I just started chopping it up into routes. So I said, okay, I'm gonna make routes of, you know, that are gonna take between 60 and 90 minutes. That's usually, I don't know, seven or eight stops. Mm. And that way you can, you can go run a route and do, you know, do service for like an hour, hour and a half and go home. Mm. Or if it's Saturday morning, you can grab four of these things mm. and go, you know, all kind of in the same neighborhood. And you could do, you know, 30 stops in yeah. a Saturday morning. And, and there were plenty of times that we did that. So I said, you know what? It is a lot. I'm going to see if there's any help. So I reached out to our local like little Sangha group on, on WhatsApp mm. and, um, so one of the devotees in Colorado Springs, Bhakta Kristen, said, oh, yeah, you know, I, I can help with that. Send me some routes. Mm. So I put her house on my map. And so I started sending her routes that were over by her house. And mm. I started doing the routes that were over by my house. And we kind of met in the middle. And I didn't really keep track. It was like a four to maybe six week thing. And, you know, we, we visited all the libraries. We put two books, two to three to maybe even four in some of them mm. in, um, but minimum two in every little free library in town. And, um, I also grabbed mantra cards from the Denver temple here. So there's a mantra card in the front cover of all those books. Mm. Um, so they've got the temple address. They have the Maha mantra there. 
little little information about Govinda Buffet, and so you know if they want more information, if they want to connect, then they've got that right there. Um, so that was kind of how Colorado Springs went down, and then I started talking to the San Cretan group up here, mm. and I said, you know, is anybody interested? Does anybody want to try and do this around Denver? And um, so it was uh, Bakta Brandon was here at the time. Uh, he's since gone to Tennessee, but he was here and he said, yeah, I can do that. Mm-hmm. So I started, I said, well, how many are there going to be in Denver? There's over 300 locations in mm-hmm. Denver. Um, so I put all of those in Excel and I uploaded the Excel to my software and I made routes and I started handing out routes. And so um, there were times where we'd have two cars out on the same day. Bakta Brandon would be out there. I think uh, I think Bakta Harley was involved, was in the in the car with him. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Bakta Mark would take his car and go. Walker was going. Yeah, Walker was involved, and um, and probably some others that I, I forgot about. And so, but we, you know, it's this effort so far. Um, about the north one third mm. of all of the libraries in Denver have have been stocked with books. Mm. Um, so, and then we've we've got a couple of people that are still running routes, and they'll text me, and I'll send them some routes, and they'll go run them. And uh, it's kind of an at your own pace thing. I'll usually send out like four routes at a time. If you want to want you know take an hour and run a route, then do that. You know, if you want to take four hours and go run them all. Mm. Um, and then when, whenever that's completed, they let me know and I'll just kind of like check it off and mark that down as completed. So we don't repeat wow. things. And it's this whole system. So then, um, so then mother Nidra got involved Yeah, <laughs> and that was when it that really, was a sign of a revolution. Yes. That was, that was when things really blew up. Um, because I, I've come to find out that mother Nidra knows everybody. Mm. And, uh, she, she came to me and she said, Hey, uh, uh, got a friend, uh, Manda and Gopal up in Washington state. Mm. Are, are there any of these little libraries in, um, in Washington state? Is it, is there anything around Tacoma area? Let me, let me find out. Yes, there are, there are several locations. Okay. Well, let's map them. So I get a, uh, Washington state map going and, um, then next thing I know, she's sending me people from Dallas, mm. Houston, LA. Um, we're we're in in talks with some folks over in Silicon Valley to get something started mm. over there. Um, she just sent me our first international location, which is going to be up in uh, somewhere in Alberta, Canada. I think like Ottawa. I, I don't. I'm not Mr. Canadian Geography, but. I know it's in Alberta. I've got it written down. And uh, so I'm going to grab some addresses. They have a bunch of locations up there. I'm going to grab the locations, the addresses, and put them on the map and make them some routes, and they're going to go distribute. Um, and then so so right now I've got a whole bunch of cities that I'm sort of, uh, you know, I've started the, the project for them, and they're running the routes, and then I'm having to keep up with, okay, well, this route's done, and, mm. and then, okay, and then I gave this route out to somebody, and then, okay, now that route's done, and try not to have people repeat themselves. Um, and then just this morning, I, uh, I ran my first training session, mm. and so Gopika 
Debbie Dasi up in uh, Minneapolis. Wow. Uh, if you're out there and listening, she she ran a few routes and she's very excited. She said everything went really well and she enjoyed it. And um, she got really kind of like fired up about the whole idea. And I said, well, you know, I've got a lot on my plate and I'm trying to start all of these projects for all these new cities and areas. Would you want to just take over Minneapolis? Yeah, it's pretty well all set up. And there's a lot of routes that are already laid out that are ready to distribute to the devotees up there. And, um, and there are a bunch of devotees up in Minneapolis that yeah. are ready to go, you know, yeah. uh, they just, they just need routes and, and go. So, um, yeah, we ran a training this morning, we did a screen share and, uh, she's gonna, she's gonna take over and, and do the routing for Minneapolis, wow. which frees me up to kind of start more, yeah. more cities and, and more groups. Yeah. 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 I, I, I love one thing that keeps coming up for me in, in hearing this story is that, you know, for for many um, devotees that may not live in the temple, right, the griha, different grihastas and, and different, I, I mean, anyone, there's there's always this kind of initial des- or there's this desire, how can I engage in service? Right. How can I engage my situation in Krishna's service? And, and Krishna says, just do whatever you do and do it for me. Right, and and then I know I know for myself and many grihasas they say, okay, well, how do I do this in service? How do I do this job? I work some tech job. I work, you know, at whatever, wherever I work. Right. How do I do that for Krishna's service? And I'm just appreciating this this example so much because it's yeah, you could on the on the surface at first glance, it's like oh, you work for some tech company, you do route savvy for carriers and different things like that, but how could that be used in Christian service? But then there's actually this dynamic and, and, uh, wonderful way that it's being used to spread the Sangerton movement. Right. Right. And so it's, it's really just when that desire is there, Lord Chaitanya is just waiting for devotees to empower. Definitely. Lord Chaitanya is waiting for devotees to take up that torch of Sangerton and be able to carry it in whatever area. And, and I also like this idea. We had um, my good friend Deva Madhava on the podcast a little bit ago, and he was sharing about this concept of each one carry one, like this idea that you can't distribute books you don't have, right? And and just being able to, um, as as a member of a society, not, not just the Krishna conscious society, but as a member of the society, being a devotee of Krishna, right? How we can best just kind of um, be equipped to spread Krishna consciousness everywhere we go, whether it's the grocery store or sure. going on a hike. So those are, those are two things that are coming out for me. And, and I'm just appreciating this one. You know, this was your desire. You, you really wanted like, please engage me in some service. I want to have some service for Sangaton. How can that happen? And Krishna gives you this insight. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, and you know, I knew I wanted to go into book distribution. And so I, bought a bunch of books from, from the temple, you know, yeah. <laughs> came home with a couple of boxes full of books. I didn't even know what I was going to do with them, yeah. you know? And, um, I, I feel too, it's like, you know, Krishna knows your heart. He knows if you want to serve, but, um, I feel like it's a good idea to, to pray about it. You know, mm-hmm. if you, if you want to find some service and you don't know what to do and you don't know where you're going to go or what direction, just say, you know, Hey, I, I would really like some to, to be able to serve you, yeah. you know, and I think those coincidences will all fall into place and coincidences. And then, yeah. The coincidences, <laughs> the, the, uh, parentheses in order are the, 
quotations in order. Yeah. So, yeah, and, you know, it all falls into place. Yeah, and, and Krishna's responsive. Definitely. Right, Krishna's responsive, and um, oftentimes, I know in my own life, Krishna's responding, but then what is my, you know, my, uh, His Grace Vaishesh Guru often talks about this idea of responsibility, right, mm. and breaks that up. What is our ability to respond? So Krishna's responsive. He says, as you surrender unto me, I reciprocate accordingly, Right. And then what is my ability to respond when Krishna is reciprocating? How am I responding? And uh, see, so yeah, I, 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 you know, cultivating this desire that wherever I'm at, whoever I am, let me do something for Lord Chaitanya. Exactly. Hmm. So. so then you, you have, um, just to kind of, in, in wrapping it up, if devotees are wanting to uh, do more of this, get this, get this little library distributed, because this is something, this is an innovation that can continue even after quarantine, because these little libraries are becoming more and more popular as far as I see. Oh, yeah. No, they're in lots of neighborhoods. They're in every major city in the U.S. Mm. Um, and, and I think the great thing about it is, too, is, you know, you go to a little library, you don't open the door unless you're looking for something to read. Yeah. Right. Uh, you don't even, you don't even stop. You don't notice that you, you walk by, but if you want, if you're looking for something to read, you're going to go, and, Oh, that's a little free library. You yeah. open the door. Hey, it's free books, right? Mm. I'm a reader. Let me see. And then you open the door and there's 30 or 40 or 50 books in there, depending on the size of the, the little free library. Yeah. And so when that book leaves the library, it's, it's going with somebody who's like basically pre-selected themselves. Yeah. They chose that book specifically. They choose that book out of the 30 or 40 or 50 books that are there mm. and they take it home with them. They're going to read that book, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And then, then, you know, it, it'd be so interesting to see. Um, I know this is just an idea that came to my mind, but um, you have those, I remember seeing they would mark some dollar bills and it's right. like where, where, where this bill has been and people log it when they get it. They log it online. That actually be something kind of interesting to log. That would be interesting. The Bhagavad Gita, when you get this book, like check in, like that you read it, that you found it. See how far this book goes and like where it travels. Because that's the other interesting thing too. You talked about planting these seeds, right? So it's like being able to just plant these seeds and, and you know, you got a book 15 years later chanting right. Hare Krishna, right? And I mean, this is, a, this is a common story for many devotees. Like we were talking about the other day that, I, I'm forgetting the devotee's name, I, um, but a big book distributor, but they found a, uh, a Bhagavad Gita in a porta potty, right? right. Or, or someone's, someone's mom had a, had a Bhagavad Gita and, and they gave it to them or whatever. You find something in the attic of, you know, your friend's house. You find a book of Srila Prabhupada's. And how these seeds are not only um, alive and conscious, but potent and patient. Yes. Right. So, um, if uh, if devotees are wanting to get involved themselves, what's the best way? I mean, um, we can we can put your information down. But kind of, is there any is there any um, kind of first steps that you would you would suggest just on how to like get involved in this little library distribution themselves? Sure. So I would say um, figure out where you're going to be distributing out of. If there's going to be people at Temple, you know, it'd be great to have the Temple address. Um, if you're going to be distributing out of your house, 
um, you know, be ready to like, at least give me your zip code so I can put something on the map to kind of represent your house. I won't need your exact address, but, um, your zip code. And then, so, because the more locations we have around a town, you know, get help. Uh, if you're in a big city, you know, you might have three, there's like 500 of these things in LA. Mm. So, <laughs> so you're going to need help, but if you're, especially if you're in a big city, so kind of organize that and say, okay, well, who wants to get involved? And, you know, and then, um, now I'll put everybody's, you know, zip code on the map or their house mm. or the temple and, and then, and, you know, keep people as close to their house as possible. Um, and yeah, think about, you know, where do you want to distribute? You know, I live here. Well, this is city and state. These are the cities where I would be able to go logistically and distribute books um, and just kind of get that information ready. And then, yeah, you, um, you know, put my put my cell phone number on the thing, put my email address on the thing down there and um, just, you know, send me a text and tell me where you're at and what the situation is and and we'll get it together. Wow. So and also I did want to mention um this could be used for any kind of routing. I don't know if we're doing any like uh door to door uh Prasad distribution. Mm. But if we are, if we're actually delivering food, um I could definitely help with that too. Uh yeah. because it's it's a kind of a thing when you optimize your routes, you're going to save time, you're going to save gas, you're gonna save miles on the car. And so if you do that, then that's actually more that you can get done in a day. Mm. So if you have an unorganized route, maybe you get to 20 houses. If you have an organized route, you might get to 25 that day. Yeah. So it's an efficiency thing. So if anybody's out there with food distribution, if we've got anything going on that needs a, a route, you know, multiple locations, let me know about it and I'll see what I can do to help. Oh, that's awesome. Sweet. Well, thank you so much, Hal. I appreciate you coming down and, and uh, you know, walking into our little studio we got here and, uh, and, and speaking on Sangratanan. Thank you so much. Definitely. Thanks for having me. Yeah, this is a, this is a movement that, that uh, everyone is invited to participate in. And I was uh, just reading in the Chaitanya Charitamrita how Lord Chaitanya created a garland of prema and he garlanded the entire universe. And, uh, and so this is... This is the wonderful opportunity. We have the opportunity to be garland, garlanded, gar, gar, garlanded, garlanded. garlanded. Yeah, I think so. By uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, and uh, wonderful. And it's it's you know it's often said that Sangatan's like the embrace of Lord Chaitanya. That that experience of giving a book or distributing a book. We have this experience of being embraced by Lord Chaitanya. So this is a wonderful opportunity to. Uh, be embraced even in times of apparent difficulty and apparent uh, lockdown and prevention, or and I guess prevention is not the word, but um, when there apparent when there apparently seems to be obstacles. Exactly. Right. There's always there's always a, a dynamic innovation waiting around the corner. So, just as an update from the podcast that we just listened to with Bakta Hal. His boss has offered free access to the software, uh, which Hal uses to create the routes for these free little libraries to make the Sangerton expedition uh, most efficient. And if you're interested in getting access to the software so that you can have routes in your own area and own location, you can contact Hal at email 
Radha Krishna, R-A-D-H-A-K-R-I-S-H-N-A-C-O-S at gmail.com. Again, that's Radhakrishna, C-O-S at gmail.com. And you can contact Hal if you're interested in getting on board with this software so that you can maximize the efficiency of your Sankirtan outing. And this is an amazing opportunity because during this time of the pandemic, it's a contactless, always accessible, wonderful way to distribute books, especially as we move in through the rest of the year. Thank you very much for listening to Sangratan On. This is your host, Ananda Murari Das. Please uh, subscribe and share with your friends. And uh, we'll, we'll see you next time. Hare Krishna. Goodbye. Thank you again for listening to Sankirtan On. Please feel free to subscribe and share with your friends for regular updates and inspirational stories on how, by giving, we grow. Thank you for sharing this time with us. All glories to Srila Prabhupada.